This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Here we go! There's only four words. This is something, something Bronco. This one's for Pat. Can you smell this? There's only one person that carries the ball right here. Tim Tebow back in the system. Featuring Mike DeSico. And Jess Place. And Jess Place. Let's go, Let's go! Welcome to Something Something Broncos. Oh my god, oh my god. Hello everybody. Welcome to the nightmare, the hellish hellscape, the disaster that is not this podcast, but the 2023 Denver Broncos season. I am Jess Place and I am, as always. Uh, except when I'm not. Uh, joined by Mike DeSico. Uh Mike, how was your hike? Pleasant. You know, it was a beautiful hike through the Northern California scenery and stopped down in Coloma, which is where they discovered gold in 1849. He gave us the San Francisco 49ers, a functioning football team. Stopped there for lunch, and my wife looked at her phone, and she's like, this is weird, that can't be right. And I'm like, what? It's like, the Broncos score looks weird. So I opened up my phone. And I'm sorry, I just cannot stop laughing. It gets to the point where you lose so bad. Did you see Spaceballs? Of course I saw Spaceballs. Ludicrous speed, you know? And you get to <laughs> ludicrous speed. This got to ludicrous speed where I wasn't watching the game. I didn't watch the game. I saw the highlights Sunday night because, like I said last week, I put the Broncos in timeout. I needed a stress-free Sunday. And when I saw the highlights, I was like, go for the record, man. Kick that I field goal. Believe, I so all right, so let, let's start there. Should they have gone for the record? Yes, I agree. I agree. There was and, the, it, mercy in that situation is worse than them getting the record. The Broncos didn't deserve mercy. It wasn't you watched live. Maybe you can tell me if you had a different feel watching the highlights. It didn't feel like the Dolphins were trying to run up a score. It's just that they run a basic running play or whatever, and it just scores. You yeah. put your backup mm-hmm. quarterback in there and you see a receiver streaking wide open down the field, you have to throw that ball. Of course you do. Yeah. So it's like they weren't forcing the ball into triple coverage. They weren't going forward on fourth down. They weren't doing anything janky. The Broncos deserved to have that score run up on them. So I have no problem if they wanted to go for the record. They could have gotten 80, 90. I mean, I, there was no end to the, the bleeding. Like they, The only thing stopping the Dolphins was the Dolphins. It was only yeah. when Mike well, McDaniel pulled the team off of the bloody – desiccated corpse of the Denver Broncos that there was mercy. Yeah. And and I I think that was just, I think that was too kind. I don't think that they deserved it. No. Well, we said in the uh, 
after the first game, there was never a point where you felt like the Broncos were going to stop the Raiders. Except for the first quarter, there was never a point where we felt like we were going to stop the Commanders. And there was obviously no point where we thought we were going to stop the Dolphins. Um, I did see a uh, NFL ranking that oddly had the Broncos as 31 and not 32. Saying, <laughs> Take that, still, Bears. Yeah, still saying <laughs> that uh, the Broncos defense played well enough to win in that first game. And it's like, no, they didn't. And that's enough to get me out. Thank you, Macho Man. It was a lie. And I don't know. So, you know, I came back onto Twitter and the eternal debate was uh, fire Vance Joseph before he gets on the plane. What's your take? They're not making a move this week. Should they have fired him this week? I said in my article on Monday, I I was was 100% sure that they would fire Vance Joseph because this was the the coach of accountability. This was uh, the adult in the room that we had all wanted, and it was like, all right, enough of the of the bull crap. Let's see, let's see, you know, the iron hand of responsibility uh, rule over this team, especially after a historic loss. Like this is not just like a bad loss. This is mm-hmm. the second worst loss that should have been the first loss the worst loss in history all time nfl history like even when they were wearing leather helmets and hadn't invented the forward pass like yeah it goes back that far like crazy like like you could tell curly lambo and jim thorpe and and any of those old timers like what had happened and they'd be like damn we can mckee yes i don't know who that is but damn i made it up they they would not uh, they they would not have anything to do with with what happened this last oh, weekend. They would King say King you don't Donaldson deserve any sympathy because if you don't want them, if you don't want them to run up the score, stop and stop them. them. Stop Here them. here's my thought. I want to get your opinion because again, you watched it live. I think we're on the same page that Vance Joseph was a bad hire then. We agree that it's a bad hire now. Why is he employed? But watching those highlights, how much of that is just on the players? Vance Joseph his, Joseph, his scheme was not good. We, I'm sure we agree on that, right? But these is are – NF- Is it personnel? Is, is it is it well, leadership? Is I'm it, just talking I mean, on really Sunday. take your pick. It's, it is the trifecta of incompetency. Well, my thing is these are allegedly professional football players, and they were that's jogging. Right. And that's enough to get me out. <laughs> they were jogging out there. They weren't tackling out there. There's that video I saw of uh, the Dolphins scoring on the goal line and Kareem Jackson kind of stood there, like just in case he got to the second level, which would have been the goalpost. Which would, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's like, so, uh, so how Tim, can you be? Well, Tim you Lynch finish. said that that was not fair, that that was not a fair account of that play because it was slowed down. I don't agree. I see I see him kind of take a step and just be like, "Yeah, it's all right." Like yeah. you well, see the running back coming with the ball. You see on it the happen. goal line. On, on the, the goal, goal line. line. You're not like, protecting for the He could have moved at least yeah. an inch. Yeah. But here's the thing. These professional football players, they know how to tackle. They know how to give effort. They know how to like have some sort of like self-respect and pride. And I don't care who your defensive coordinator is. You're a professional football player. You know how to tackle and hit somebody. Like the Oregon coach said, we're going to speak with our pads. The Broncos were silent. They said nothing. And I don't know, Joseph, clearly the wrong choice. Part of me after watching those highlights is like, that's more on the players. The scheme didn't do him any favors. I agree there. But the players gave up in the first quarter. 
They stopped. Yeah, no. They it, stopped. They the defense stopped trying to play. And if you're a professional, I don't care who you're. If I'm the defensive coordinator, you're a professional athlete. You go out there and you play hard. You hit. You do the same things you've been doing for a decade or two. They gave up on the Broncos worse than Mike DeSico did. <laughs> Uh, during last week, something, something Broncos. And that's saying something. Oh, I didn't give up on the Broncos. I'm just saying <laughs> I'm not going to let them hurt me anymore. I still love them. You know, my kids have been giving me crap all week at school uh, as a high school teacher. I love them, but they I put them in timeout for one week. It's like you have kids. You love your kids, but sometimes you put them in a timeout. Doesn't mean you stop loving them. And. I, can, we talk, I, no. can we just talk about kind of some unique feelings that I had today? I'm just going to yeah, kind of open up to you, Go. Mike. Uh, this Go. is kind of, this is kind of just it's safe just space, you. Jess. Safe it's space. just you and me. Just you and me and our loyal listener. And our... <laughs> Hi, Stephanie. Uh... Hey, Steph. <laughs> oh, and Aaron. Aaron listens too. We love it. And Aaron and Carlos and Juan Miguel. And Vance Joseph Sperner. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> today. I had to go to a meeting. It was an important meeting. And I was like, oh, I'm dying of thirst. And I have like this giant cup that my son gave me for Christmas. And it has the Broncos logo on it. It's, I just fill it with water. I had, There is a giant. They call them bubblers here in New England. That's mm-hmm. weird. It's a water fountain. Uh, and, and so I fill it up. And I was like, oh, I'm going to take that with me. And then I was like, ah... Uh, I don't yeah. want to have to discuss the, questions. the 70 points that we allowed or the 50 point loss or the historic nature of it or any of it, because as it happened, I was receiving texts and instant messages and yeah, yeah. emails and how are you doing? And Telegrams. oh my gosh, one of my friends is like, Oh, it's global warming. I hear all numbers all over the planet are going up. Ha ha ha. Including the score. And so, yeah. so because of that, I was like, no, I think I'm just going to leave this cup on my desk and I will just be thirsty because I just, I don't have the patience. <laughs> People dive thirst out of spite. I, out of spite. And, and and I'm like, but that's not, that's not me as a Broncos fan. Like I am an in your face. I've got a flag hanging out in front of my house, which I noticed as I pulled into my driveway today. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, what an embarrassment. A loser lives here. Like I am lowering yeah. the property values. Yes. We lost by 50 points. Like there is a reality that we have, that we are coming to grips with as fans and that. I don't think we fully grasped. Like when the game was over, uh, I don't think we noticed um, that there was going to be this much. I see you with your hand. Yes, uh, Mike DeSico in the front row. I said last week that we have to accept that this is a bad team, that we're a bottom feeder. I said that all last week, last episode, how people are like, we should be embarrassed to lose to a team as bad as the Redskins. I'm like, no, we're a bad team like that. And we still have this, you know, inflated sense of self because we've won Super Bowls and all that. And I said last week we have to accept where our place in the NFL ladder is. And the Dolphins are like, we accept it, and here it is. So, I no, I, I, I accepted it. I said that. I'm just trying to say that I'm smarter than most people is basically what the point of that rant was. Well, but, yes. Yes. But I said it last week, and I think there's a lot of Bronco fans who are like, unless you say the Broncos shit don't stink, you're not a real fan. And I hate people trying to gatekeep what a real fan is. You can be a real fan and put him in timeout for a week. You can be a real fan and watch every minute of 70 to 20. You can be a real fan and die of thirst. I Everybody has to process this differently. You know what I mean? I love him. I'm going to watch the game next week. Maybe one of the 
least anticipated games in the last 20, 30 years of the NFL history. The two worst teams by far slapping it out with a wet noodle. But I'm going to watch. Are you going to watch? Oh, I'm going to watch. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't give up and go on, you know, like a, a hike with my wife or anything. But that's mostly because I don't hike. Uh, you uh, don't get a physique like this from hiking. Well, uh, plus, just um, for the fact that we live in Northern California, when we stopped at a organic restaurant in Coloma, I had some avocado toast and a uh, smoothie with seasonal organic vegetable. I mean, fruits and vegetables. Uh, there might have been some kale in there. Yes. Gross. Um I'm just saying, so, I went full California this week, baby. <laughs> full California. So, just to kind of just take my what I said earlier, just like that one step further. I wasn't listening. When, Sorry. When you look, when you look <laughs> at God, stop it, yeah. Mike. I'm sorry, you interrupted me with sound clips. <laughs> uh, sorry, I had to get your attention actually, and I trying to find the right sound hold on mike there it is <laughs> mike all right go ahead mike listen to me mike i'm listening baby you have my mike. full attention when you look at the super bowl losses i mm-hmm. mean i, I t- take take super bowl 12 against the cowboys out that was I, I i don't view that as like a common era one because i was negative two years old when that happened Five. um that's more on me uh, and so I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bring that into this. I'm going to bring in the three horrible super, super bowl losses to the giants, the Redskins and the 49ers. Uh, and then you can bring in the Seahawks loss. And so no other team has lost super bowls like the Denver Broncos has. And the Buffalo you, bills exist. And then you factor in, no, they, they lost, but wide, right is not 55 to 10. I tell you what, I'd rather lose 55 to 10 than wide, right. Because I'm sure there would be the a hope Bills was gone early and you like accepted that. it to be that close and be like, oh, my God, we're going to win. This is going to be amazing. And then wide right. That's still the worst loss in Super Bowl history. Practice. It's, it's awful. It's one of them. But you can't you can't. It's just part of that Broncos mystique now. Like yes. You're not, yes. It, it, you can't look at this loss outside of those losses mm-hmm. that were catastrophic. So it's, it's so. The narrative now exists that the Denver Broncos lose. Not that not only are do they lose, they lose big. Like yeah. they lose bad. Like that when they when they face severe adversity, they fold. Like I have never seen. Like I, I granted the Super Bowls that we lost, that was a talent mismatch, and this was a different thing. This was a team giving up. But holy cow! Like what a thing to have to. Have your fan base shoulder on your behalf because you guys just quit and gave up. Yeah, I have ten-year-old twins, uh, stepkids. They're gonna be eleven tomorrow, by the way. Happy birthday, Kaylin and Alyssa. They have no memory of the Broncos being good. I try to tell them no once. I swear the Broncos used to be good and used to make me happy. They have no memory of it. There's there's kids growing up that have no idea that. Oh, my son's the same way. He's like, why good. do you do this to yourself? And I'm like, well, because they used to, he's like, they were never that good. I'm like, I have memories of hugging you when Von Miller stripped that ball yeah. out of Cam Newton's hands. You were a little tyke in your little jersey, but God damn it, it happened. And you yeah. were there to see it, but he doesn't remember it. No. And it's awful. Like, I was going to take the kids to 
a game on Christmas Eve to watch them play the New England Patriots in Denver. I was going That's to make a dumb it. Dumb idea. Well, it is now. <laughs> like, what idiot in their mind would fly across country, spend hundreds of dollars on merch Hotels. and tickets and food and beer? And you're going to need a lot of beer if you go to that game because it is There's Christmas Eve beer. and it There's is not, enough... not going to be fun. It is There's not, not enough going to be beer. Fun. There's not enough beer for that, Jess. Not enough beer. Not enough beer. And it ruins Christmas. It would just ruin Christmas because I would be so pissed off that I had paid all this money and invested all this effort to bring my kids who had never seen a good Broncos team to the stadium to watch them lose to a terrible Patriots team by 50. Hey, is now a good time to ask if you want to revisit your 12 and 5 prediction? Now might be a good time. Okay. Want to revise actually, that? I, I'm sure you listen to the post game podcast. Oh, Mike. obviously. Always, always. I, I picked him to go nine and eight, so I'm barely any better. As foolish as the rest of us. Uh, less foolish. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you picked 12. Yes. You picked 12 and five. I mean, come on. Come less on. Less foolish. I picked three fewer wins. You bought one fewer magic bean. The... <laughs> but what an important bean it was. Oh. Uh, so here I, I I have our tally here, and it looks like uh, we all predicted you, me, Glory, Lattimore, Volkman, and Tim. We all predicted a loss in this in this game. We saw we I, saw it coming. We saw somebody, it coming months ago. Somebody in Twitter pointed out that I picked the scores thirty five to ten, which would have been terrible. That was exactly half of what the score actually turned out to be. Uh, actually, at one point, the score was. 42 to 13 and i that was my prediction yeah and and i was like there's no way they're gonna stop scoring points <laughs> no god no god no <laughs> they just they hit the gas at that point I, that I, was... I can't believe i picked 35 10 and people are like go higher more more twice as much is twice as bad as i thought it was going to be and i thought it was going to be a disaster and it was twice the disaster i thought it was going to be i remember reading one of those uh lindy's magazines you know like you know like the season preview magazine yeah yeah, yeah. i that, that's, the, the, that's they used to write like guilty, in may that's that yeah it's one of my guilty it comes out actually in uh early i, I either early june or early july it's one of my guilty yeah but you pleasures. still have to write it in may to get the publication deadlines done yeah i i i would always buy that and it would be out of date by the time it came out of course people would get cut and everything and trades yeah. uh and i remember because like on the back page they have they have like notable fun facts or yeah, like history I remember. Or, or timeline and one of those magazines it had this score in it it was it was 72 to something and to i three. It, it was I, I i don't remember what the other score was i just remember it was 72 and i remember to looking three. at it like while i was in my bathroom in my apartment as a young young broncos fan and uh thinking like that's crazy that's that, a made-up score there's no way anybody could ever score 70 points it could never happen that yeah. not in today's nfl it could never happen and the athletes are too crap, good it happened it happened mike mike it happened i i stand by the fact that i need to take a mental health day basically on sunday but part of me is like i wish i could have seen that loss if it was just like a run-of-the-mill 35 to 10 loss or 42 to 13. I would make whatever they suck, but 70 to 20. You almost want to see that. You've got some regrets. You know, I do. 
the unheralded part of that. Okay, so uh, if I don't know if you watched the Red Zone by about halfway through the third quarter, I switched it over to Red Zone. I was like, I, I can't. I, <laughs> it was I, just full time on the Broncos Reds uh, Dolphins, right? It, well, no, actually, <laughs> they would cut and be like, "You're not going to believe this. Check this out." Scott Hansen, like you know, laughing into his hand as he tells America the ineptitude of the Denver Broncos. Because at that point, I'm just like, I can't, I can't, I can't watch, I can't watch, I can't watch. Oh, I, I watch so wait, wait, wait. You were talking about giving up and giving me crap, and you turned the game off. Yes, but the difference between you and me after Mike, you say watched no every second, you're the one you with watched regrets. every second is what you, you told said. Me. You have regrets. You lied, and then you right. gave up. You've got regrets. Oh man, you're. <laughs> and I didn't give up. I watched it in real time on Red Zone along with every other game. Mm. Yes. So. Mm. Uh, what I was Respect getting at is at the plummeting. end of the red zone thing, like they do like every touchdown and every game. And then yeah, they also do yeah. like their highlights, their mm -hmm. highlight, their like top five. Yeah. Uh, all five highlights starting with number five, which was the return for a touchdown by Marvin Mims, which was, you know, what a damn shame. That was really cool. It probably mm -hmm. wouldn't have happened if we were a thousand points behind. If we weren't a thousand points behind, but Why? that was the first, uh, that was the first highlight they showed, and the next four, uh, four, all five of the highlights that they showed were from that game, from the Broncos game, and it was of uh, of the Dolphins clowning the Broncos, except for that one Marvin Mims touchdown, and so that I've never seen that before either. That there was yeah. so many, there were so many touchdowns that they were able to make their own highlight package from them. All right. This is the point in the show where you usually do a prediction for next season. We already kind of hidden at it. What's your revised win total for this season? For next season or this season? This season. This season right here. Yeah, what's your revised win total? How many how many games is this team capable of winning or this, going this to team win? This team is 100% in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Uh I honestly, I think this is a one or two win team. I don't uh, yes. I I actually said that last week. When, when we could not beat the Washington Commanders, I knew, I knew that this was not going to be good. I didn't know how not good it was going to be, but it is, it but was you knew not, not good. good. It is not, it is not good in a way that Broncos fans have never seen not good. And now we, we have a glimpse at what not good looks like. You know what the worst thing that could happen this week is? Would be the Broncos beating the Bears. Oh yeah. And give the Bears essentially a two game lead. For the top pick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so part of me almost expects the Broncos to win because of that. Because like what what would be the worst thing to happen? And then you pick that. That seems to be a good policy. And the you worst thing they could do is probably win. Their desire to give up. <laughs> I watched <laughs> most of that game. <laughs> I watched parts of that game while alleging to other people I watched all of it. I have no regrets, Mike. I'm over my regrets if that matters. Mike. Mike, uh. <laughs> by the end of the season, you're going to hate that. Mike. Oh, what do you mean by the end of the season? <laughs> by Mike. 637 Pacific on September 26th. Look at that. The sun's still out there. My God. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we play the Bears uh, this this weekend at Soldier Field. Um, somehow the Broncos are favored to win by three points. I don't know how that happens. Well, I think. There's only one functioning offense in this game, and it's unfortunately the Broncos. We're underestimating how poor our defense is and how much yeah. they want to give up. Like, do not forget that. So let, let me ask you a question uh, before we, we – we, I want to stay on the topic of 
the season here. Are they tanking or are they just like so bad you can't tell the difference? Should they tank? Like what? Tim asked this question in our Slack. And I, and I like, what? They're not tanking. At least through the first three games, there's no effort to tank. You can't intentionally look. If you had gone out there and not even run a defense onto the field, it would have been difficult for them to score 10 touchdowns. Yeah. This is not intentional. There And anything we see going forward, also not intentional. So let me, let me ask you this. There's been a lot of Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, you know, are they going to get along, this and that. Some of the Dolphins were like, why would you leave Russ out there? That was disrespectful. Um, I can see the point. Why did he leave Russ out there? And is Sean Payton going to have to scapegoat Russ at some point, undeservedly at this point? And is that that's just going to add fuel to the tanking rumors? And I think both of those things are going to happen. Honestly, we paid him a crap ton of money. Who's if him? Was Which any, one? Well, uh, both. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not both. sure what you're talking about. Well over 300 million between the pair of them. Uh, but uh, yeah, you have to you have to play Russell Wilson because you paid him. Like this is the, it, he, he's he's played him well. In and then put Stidham out there like that. That's not. I just. I. I mean. It, that means that's into institutional quitting, but not not just yeah. quitting on behalf of the players and the defensive coordinator. If this was any other coach that we were, had available this offseason, except for Sean Payton, people would be saying you have to fire the head coach. Oh, Sean yeah. Payton gets that leeway, and I get it. How much of this is Sean Payton's fault, like percentage wise? I mean, is it a buck stops well, here? It's hundred percent his fault to him. I mean, ultimately, yeah. it's his responsibility, right? Uh, I'm more like you touched on it earlier. I am more upset that he didn't get his pound of flesh from Vance Joseph because when if we if we go down three touchdowns again, we're gonna we're gonna be those the that space we're in when we watch Vance Joseph fail, even to the degree when he was our head coach. It's just it's not a good space for the fans to be in, and it's no. not. I, I think they are underestimating how important it is to fire Vance Joseph again for this fan base. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, some people were saying, and rightfully so, that you know the problem started before Vance Joseph got here. The, the the defense started going downhill last year, and I get that he's not the entirety of the problem, but he's zero part of the solution. And if you have someone who's no part of the solution, why do you keep him around? So, you know, at the very least, send a message to the players like, we're not tolerating this. We can't cut of all of you yet, but we're cutting him now. And every single one of you is playing for your jobs. I, I think you practically had to do to send a message to the locker room, to the fan base, like you said. He's not part of the solution. There's no reason going forward to keep him. So I don't. Like, and what's it totally the point? undermines that narrative of accountability yes. adults in the room and all that like so okay so we're okay with this like we just we just get whooped up on by 10 touchdowns and and we're just going to be okay with that you get sure you can come back lead these men like there, yeah there there is no leading these guys anymore they, they he didn't have them to begin with and he's sure not going to win them over now Sean Payton in the preseason, you remember what he said about Hackett in the you know last year, the worst coaching I, job ever. I feel like that's lazy. I I've heard that narrative. On no, the but I'm just saying, media. karma's karma's a bitch there, Sean. I still thought that what Sean said was true. Everybody knew it was true. Nobody's saying he was wrong. They're just saying he shouldn't have said it. But my God, I bet you wish he didn't say it. Oh, there's. I'm sure there's a lot he wishes he didn't say. Like, yes, I will coach the Denver Broncos now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, and I'll be. I'll be pissed if we don't make the playoffs. Well, yeah. Well, I. Two wins. I mean, Chicago, the Jets, 
I last week I identified the Houston Texans as a game that we could possibly win, and then they went out and hung thirty on the uh, on the the Jacksonville Jaguars. So they're rookie. That QB's looking good. He's they're looking better than we are. And can so I don't know. I, so those are the two it? wins. I mean, wow. can we can we get over on the Jets? Can we get over on on Chicago? Hey, and even if we hey, do, hey, Jess, Jess, the Jets just signed Trevor Simeon, Mike, Bronco <laughs> Killer Trevor Simeon. I remember. I remember. So, oh man. So okay. So I guess let's get to the game. So next What's week, your prediction? What you, score prediction. Go. I want. I only score first. Okay, I'll go. I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My you score will. prediction. Yeah, you will. Is Mike. Mike ten to nine? I'm about to pick the Broncos to win. Uh, ten to nine, the Broncos somehow manage to win this game because that's the last thing we need as a fan base. Yeah, I am going 24 21 Chicago. This the you know they say there's a uh, get right game. This is a game where the Bears offense can get right. They can uh, try a few things. They'll score a couple touchdowns. Broncos offense and Russ won't play bad. They won't play good, but they won't play bad, but it won't matter. Justin Fields can run. He can run and he's going to run. He's, mm-hmm. he's going to have like 250 yards on the ground just in, by himself. I, I, I can out scheme Vance Joseph, I feel. And they'll find a way to get some people open. I'm Again, if you ran out no defense, it would be tough for any team to score 10 touchdowns. So, yeah. so I would agree with your assessment that yeah. you could outscheme Vance Joseph. Yeah. I, so I don't know. I I'm, I'm going 24, 21 Bears. Back of Post-it notes here next to me could yeah. could do that. Yeah. This bottle of glass cleaner that I'm huffing and inhaling right now. I'm, I think, are you even mad? I'm not even mad about that loss. The loss, like I said, it went to ludicrous speed. I'm not even mad. I'm just like last week. I was just exhausted and worn out by the Broncos, and I just I, just, I think I'm still just exhausted by this thing that's supposed to be wonderful. Right? It didn't used to be this way. No. Even when there was down years, you feel like there was a fighting chance we were going to be back. No problem. You know, how many times have we said this is rock bottom and been wrong that they dug up those rocks and found something else underneath them, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, everything. But, I mean, but I, I mean, really, the, the, the sellout streak, I mean, that could come to an end. Well, no, uh, they've pre-sold those tickets, right? Like, even if the 20,000 people sold out, the sellout streak goes on. Because those tickets are already sold. Yeah, it's not fans in attendance. Well, you give it time. I mean, really, a yeah. few more seasons yeah. like this. I mean, oh, holy the, cow! The Washington Commanders used to be one of the fan bases that rivaled the Broncos and the Chiefs as far as like the most loyal and intense, loud fans. And then Daniel Snyder bought them, and we all saw what happened there. Nobody was showing up to the games. Everything. So yeah, it can happen to us. The Browns moved. It can happen to us. You know, this this team could go lower. I mean, they could allow. More than 70 points. Jesus. There it is. I mean, there's the shining fickle finger of fate pointing right at it, being like, you think we can't go lower? Oh, there's lower. Well, yeah, no, it's like, you know, the Broncos, you know, they can't give up one than 70. The Broncos hold my beer, but then the Broncos would trip, fall, catch on fire, and die. Well, and what, it, it's it once you lose by 70, <laughs> once you lose by, once you allow 70 and then lose <laughs> by 50, because that I need to really give them the credit they're due. Yeah. Uh, every team that you're playing knows that some other team hung seventy on you. How do you, you look have in that the reputation? Mirror? And you're. It's going to take a while to get that 
stink off of you. And every player on that field knows that they allowed 70. And mm-hmm. they also know that they quit to allow it. And yeah. And who's to say that they won't go back to that dark place? Let me go back to something you talked about earlier about these big losses. I remember like back in the day, they used to have the uh, Pro Bowl the week after the Super Bowl. And I remember after the Broncos lost 55 to 10 and like Elway and Atwater and I think Bobby Humphrey and those guys had to go to the Pro Bowl. Oh man, I felt bad for them. And like everybody seemed like, uh, just feel embarrassed for them. You know, ha- having pity from other grown men like that would have to be just the worst thing in the world, you know? And that's kind of what's going to be like showing up next week to play. Are they going to show up angry? Maybe, but you're a national punchline and you know it. And you know how they're reminded of that? How? Every national show, even even like local news, like they covered it because it doesn't happen every day that a team yeah. scores 70 points or allows 70 points. And so so everybody has been talking. It, it led every national sports radio show on on Monday. Like, yeah, it, it, forget forget Coach Prime, forget uh, 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 Derek Carr getting injured. Forget all like the minor storylines. It's like, holy crap! Did you see that the Denver Broncos yeah. allowed ten touchdowns? There was one punt in the entire game. I don't know. Is the narrative more? Can you believe the Dolphins scored seventy, or is it the Broncos gave up seventy? I, I think it depends they what part of the country because they put the backup quarterback in, backup running yeah. back, and they were going off like it, there was total quit, total quit. It was embarrassing. Anyway, something, something Broncos. We've got so much something. I'd love some Broncos next week, but it's something, ain't it? It's something. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, <laughs> I've been in favor of like, you know what? The season's over. I'd rather play for the draft pick, play Paxton Lynch. I've been that guy. I've never thought I would be that guy in the fourth week of the season, but I'm almost to the point. I'm like, if they win, that's, that's so much worse. I'd actually be a little bit pissy about it. You know, I'm Hey, I mean, we can we take bad. starting the we're fourth already week? bad. Like we've already paved that, that, that ground like that. Yeah. We know that we're bad. Let's just, let's just suffer this year, get through it. And, and we can, we can start, uh, Putting out the gear again next year, start over, pretend like this never happened with our brand new Caleb Williams. Um, and, you know, they can always, uh, if I was the Penners, I'd be like, uh, Nike, we need those new uniforms and logos stat because we need a big distraction this offseason. We need people talking about something else. And uh, so we need the old D back this summer. It's going to take gonna more a- than just a white helmet with the D on it. Yeah, it's they're gonna give a complete redesign next year. They're gonna go back to the old throwbacks. It's gonna be a big shiny thing they could hold up in front of fans over the summer. And uh, you know, Caleb Williams will be mocked up in them, and it'll be great. And then he'll get hurt. No, now you're you're now you're going to a dark place. All right, I am in a dark place. You know what? I'm gonna save you from yourself, Mike. We're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, this is going to be a rare episode where I don't think that I need to do much editing because there's so much raw uh, anger and uh uh anger and you can edit that uh, out disappointment mm-hmm. and anger uh that you know it is what it is we're it, it's this is something something broncos damn it i yeah. am just place for mike tosico i am mike tosico for just place and you can follow us uh anywhere uh you get your social media until twitter starts charging and then i will not be there anymore oh yeah me neither yeah, that's crazy. I tried to do a threads. Like, I'm only going to post on threads during this game. Nobody was there. So I'm like, oh, I'm back to Twitter. So, yeah. Well, just wait until they start charging and then boom, threads. It's going to be a thing. Yeah, I like how we're like, 
oh, the Nazis were fine with, but three ninety nine, that's where I draw the line, <laughs> you know. And that that is our economic outlook on something something Broncos. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get it. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, okay. Guess what? I have misery for lunch loves today. company, and we will be here. And damn it, we'll be miserable. And so come come join us for all the fun. Bring your own pot pie. Yeah.